Welcome to the Johnny O Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny O. This podcast is brought to you by Top Billing Entertainment, produced by Asylum Recording Studios and the great Mr. Zills. Do you like to party? Then RepCPS.com is for you. RepCPS started out as College Peep Show, a simple Snapchat account that shared submitted pictures of people having a good time. It has grown into a huge merch company. They offer an entire clothing line, patches, stickers, and more with hilarious party scenes. Go to RepCPS.com today and use promo code JohnnyO for 10% off at the checkout. All right, Marty, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Good. So I gave you a little insight while we were waiting for the intro and everything, but you're filling big shoes today, I'm maybe. <laughs> I heard. I so, heard. So, so I was supposed to have uh, Joe Exotic on. He was supposed to call me at 1 p.m. Central Time from the prison, and apparently he was naughty and got his phone taken away last night, so he was not able to call in today. So imagine that I've been watching. So, <laughs> Weird, huh? So you get me. So you get me instead. I, I'm sorry for your listeners. No, no, no. I'm sure they're more than thrilled because it's funny. I've been watching your social medias and stuff, and I was going to reach out anyway because I had it was kind of perfect timing because I've seen a couple handful of things I wanted to ask you about. You know about it, everything going on with you and the lonely ones and this, that, and the other. So hang on one second. You hear that buzz? I'm touching something. Oh, I got it. It was I had the cord laying over the over the thing there. Sorry about that. Um anyway, so you're in Florida now, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I told you as we were talking and getting ready, it's like thirty degrees out where I'm at right now. So lucky you. That's the exact reason I moved to Florida. Yeah. And uh so tell me number one, lonely ones, how's everything going with that? Oh, it's going great. Um, the single One More Time Around is making some noise on radio stations all across the country. So that's a first for the lonely ones. Feel really good about that. Finally hitting the airwaves again. Something you can never take for granted. Yep. No, not at all. Not at all. And then I, I and you're, it looks like you're still out there almost every weekend touring somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And in 2024, we're going to really hit it hard. Um, after the pandemic, you know, there was a traffic jam out there, every band. And wow. I, don't, I don't blame them. Every band that set for two years wants to get out on the road and play, and we all lost two years, you know, sitting around doing nothing. So it is a bottleneck out there. And bands like us, you know, just starting out, um, a new band, we, we kind of don't have the pool that we once had and and didn't get as many shows as we wanted to get um, last year. So this year we're going to hit the ground running. Um, into the new year, 2024 is going to be, you're going to see a lot more tour dates up. Awesome. Awesome. Are you, you got a uh, current booking agent right now helping you out or are you still looking? We do. We do. Yeah. Good. We got a booking agent. Um, she's awesome. Uh, Courtney Austin. She's a, she's a headhunter, man. Really? Make sure you give her my contact information. Cause I, I have an idea for a show. So, but, right, and, right. and I, this happened so quick. I, I didn't get to tell you about it. So, um, I do have a question though. I'm seeing some actual Bulbaflex news too. November seventeenth, you guys got together, going to put out a single. Um, yeah, yeah, and we're doing some shows in November. Uh, doing about three shows. Yeah, exactly three shows um, around Columbus and, and uh, West Virginia area. I'm um, just keeping it alive. You know, it's too much fun. Um, we have a massive fan base, and, and you know, we're not going to tour like we used to, but we're still going to do 
I'm going to do the Corey Taylor thing. I'm going to be in as many bands as possible and, and make music constantly and, and hopefully never have to work a real job. Well, it is a real job. I've seen you work, <laughs> but the the it's one the, crazy job. But the like a Bulbaflex one off here and there that it almost makes it more desirable too because people don't know. Hey, I might not see him for six more months or whatever. You know, what absolutely, I mean? absolutely. So. We used to tour like crazy, and, and if somebody missed the show, like we'll see him again next month yep. because they do three hundred and sixty five shows a year. Well, yep. now it's like the shows are a lot bigger and a lot more like more of an event because, you know, we won't be coming back around for who knows another year or, or another, you know, two years. So, yeah. um, it definitely makes it, it's, you know, it's the, the supply and demand thing. Yep. Yeah. That, well, that's awesome. And, and it's good. Good to know too. Just, uh, obviously I love the lonely ones, love Boba flex. I'm sure local radio here support everything you guys put out. So, um, I, so let's talk Spotify. So I All right. educate me on I seen on your social media the Spotify purge. Um, what, yeah, so what, what, what's I've, that I've mean? Reading a lot of, I've been reading a lot of stuff about it. It's kind of confusing. Um, so some people have learned how to game the system, and you know how like when you're going to sleep at night, you're like, I'd like to hear some white noise. So people put up white noise as a, you get paid every, like if someone listens to your song for 30 seconds, then that counts as a list and then you get paid. So someone will put up a two hour um, white noise thing, but go in and game the system and every 30 seconds they call it a new track. So if oh. you listen to white noise while you're sleeping, you know, that's, you know, eight hours. Um, do the math. That's, you know, that's several, uh, you know, several times that your song, I mean, several hundred times that your song has been streamed. Yeah, which is a game, which is smart. It's very smart, but it's a gaming in the system. So Spotify is cutting things out like that. They're also cutting out. There's a hundred thousand artists that that get onto Spotify a day, and if you get less than a hundred plays in a year, you don't get to be in the royalty pool. Wait, wait hey, hang on a second. There's a hundred thousand artists per day that jump on Spotify. A hundred thousand songs per day is is what cool. Spotify claims. So yeah, a day new songs being uploaded a day. Yeah, um, and Spotify said it's it, they want quality over quantity. So if you're an artist and you're putting up something, and you know you're farting into a microphone, and, and um, you're not going to get paid for that, and, and you know, and you unless know, two hundred million people listen to it and think this is the greatest fart in the microphone song I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. But there's just a tons of people putting stuff up, so they're, they they've ha- ha- got to have a certain threshold. If you don't get, I think it's a thousand spins a week or a thousand spins a month or something like that. A thousand spins every 28 days. Then you don't get to fall into the royalty uh, pit gotcha. where, where the royalties get split up, which I don't know how I morally feel about that. Um, but it doesn't affect us. So it's like, it's just one of those things in life where it's like, if it doesn't smash me into the ground and keep on moving and, and it sucks, but it's like, you know, Thank God it doesn't affect us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw that post, and I, I I didn't know what was going on. Obviously, my podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but it's I think podcasts and music fall a little differently, and you know, yeah, and I think I do. We're we're just we're racking up impressions every day and listeners every day. It's been going way better than I thought. I think I had you on about seven or eight episodes in. I don't even think we had an intro yet. Now we got that. Yeah. And, you know, you were you were early on helping me out and. We've had some characters on here, that's for sure. I had uh I had the the Jake 
Chancely that stormed the Capitol on here. And oh, wow. You, you remember the guy with the buffalo headdress? I do. Oh, yeah, he, I had him on. It was interesting. And I've been getting some, you know. I, I What kind of guy was he? What kind of dude was he? When, when you got past, he talked a lot about the shamanism stuff in the beginning, and and that's fine. That's what he's into. But once you got past that, it, it was it was interesting because it was like the behind the scenes of the riot, and he yeah. he didn't ever kind of claim like I had the right to be there. In fact, I, one of my questions to him was like, "Did you have an oh shit moment like when you you left and went home, and then all of a sudden you're all over the news?" And he said, "Yeah, he knew." And 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 he talked a lot about. Uh, Tucker Carlson did a piece about him and how, look, they're just giving him a tour. And he's like, that's not exactly what happened. And he told his side of the story that contradicted Tucker's news article. And we talked a lot about that. So it was, it was very, it was very interesting. And then, you know, I try not to get too controversial or anything, but then I had a doctor, not a doctor, I apologize, uh, uh, embalmer, and he keeps finding blood clots in people. And he never saw him before 2021 people, when people were getting COVID shots and stuff. So I had him on. Yeah. And I'm not claiming I mean, he, like, he was right or wrong. Know, I I hear you. It's like the conspiracy theorist. It's not like, like I said, the guy, the, the QAnon shaman or whatever. Obviously, QAnon was the dumbest thing that has ever possibly happened. And people that got in on the QAnon thing. Uh, maybe some of your listeners on there, I apologize for being so harsh, but that was so dumb no. that I, I wanted to beat my own head off of, of the ground until it stopped. Did you watch, um, there was a documentary about seen them all. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and it basically was that guy and his dad seemed like they started the whole, they never admitted to it, but no, it, I mean, but he laughed and like, mm-hmm. and it was so dumb. It was so dumb. Um, that's the thing with the QAnon shaman. When I saw things about him, I watched all the stuff about him because these are people and I'm interested in people. Uh, and, you know, I don't think they're horrible, awful people. I just think they got caught up in some things that, <clears throat> you know, the pandemic caused people to be isolated and, and, and away from what keeps them busy and what keeps them happy. So they go down this rabbit hole. And I mean, the guy, the QAnon shaman, before he was going into the capitals, he was at some rallies and stuff. And he was talking about frazzle drip. There's a videotape of Hillary Clinton eating a baby again. Oh yeah, shut up, man. See, shut and up. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't get into any of that with him when I had him on. I kept it all to Jeez, the top. I though. hope he doesn't believe that. Anymore. I, I, I had friends that said the same thing. I had friends that I was close with for year, I mean, twenty, thirty years. And then all of a sudden they're like, you don't understand that, you know, you're a Democrat, you're, you're, you eat babies. I was like, what yeah, are you talking on. about? Yeah. And the whole, the cheese pizza thing and all that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, so, it's the same thing that the Nazis used, um, to say about, uh, the Jewish community that they were eating babies. It was just this demonizing thing and this polarizing thing. And what it played on was people's fears and people were angry and, and, you know, prices were going up and, oh, and yeah. you're not allowed to leave your house. The people are scared to death, so they got to blame somebody. And, and it was just, it got so stupid. Yep. I had a friend that was like, Donald Trump is getting ready to, once he got left the office and, and Joe Biden was, you know, and whatever, you can vote for Joe Biden, you can vote for Donald Trump, whatever. That's the way it works. That's, you know, I don't fault you for that. He was on the phone saying, wait, now that Donald, uh, Right when they swear Joe Biden in, Donald Trump and the U.S. military are going to arrest everybody. You wait and see. I, and it never happened. I said, he's already sworn in. What are you, what are you talking about? I had people you, telling you me the same the phone thing. Up and yeah, and said, 
I was like, he's already sworn in as the president. What are you talking about? No, he's going to land Air Force One right there on the lawn in front of everybody. And this is the stuff that QAnon was telling him. I was like, this mm-hmm. is not even a good movie plot. Like, if I saw this on a movie, I'd go, this sucks, and I'd turn it off. Yeah. It was you, terrible. Have you ever um, went down the 4chan rabbit hole? Um, I like, I know a lot about it. But it's it worse than so Reddit. Vile. Yeah, it's got so violent, racist, and horrible. I was like, like, I never got on it like, hey, this is a place I want to be. I got on it because when I saw the QAnon stuff happening, I remember telling Jimmy and my girlfriend, I go, this is dangerous. This is going to, my girlfriend's like, why are you obsessed with that? I go, I'm not obsessed with it in the way that you think yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it in the way that this is going to be dangerous. She and walk in like, and you're, cl- you're cleaning an AR-15. <laughs> She's like, why? Yeah, yeah. You're like, not that so way. I was like, this is going to be horribly dangerous. And they're like, you're crazy. Don't worry about that. And then the thing in January 6th happened. And, and I was like, I told you, I told you this crazy stuff was going to happen. And these people were, you know, just, I just didn't, it just blew me away. Like, isn't it crazy? What do you, yeah. What do you mean? JFK still junior is still alive. What is wrong? What are you talking about? I was, what do you mean that Donald Trump is running the country from Mar-a-Lago? That's yeah. not the way it works. And oh, then it gets even deeper that Joe Biden is, that's not really him. It's a lizard person wearing his skin. <laughs> And what people don't ever stop to think, <laughs> what, what, what people don't ever stop to think is how many people would have to lie. Do you know what I mean? So, oh so, my God! Yeah, you know. So, so one of the things that's disgusting to me—it's funny—we're getting off on this tangent, but I love it. But is af- after nine eleven, and they're like, it didn't happen, and all those people are still alive. So you're telling me three thousand people are out there. Keeping their silence, you know what I mean, right? We're knocking donuts, yeah. getting a check from the government, not yeah. telling anybody, anything. and not telling anybody. Like, People are so gossipy in the goddamn world, especially with the internet now. There's no way you keep a secret like that, or any you can of these. Find a, you can find a moron to believe anything. See, I mean, oh yeah, I, I get into all these cult documentaries, and it's like every time I watch these cult documentaries, because yeah, it starts out that you're supposed to take care of your bodies in the temple and then at some point in time there's anal sex with the leader against your will every <laughs> single time and and i can count it down three two who you can there it is, is. Yep. every single time and it's like and then you just see these people and they're they're not stupid people they're just very desperate and afraid people and they get into these cults where they drink the kool-aid or think they're getting on a spaceship and or you know or just every single time you know I have to have sex with all the wives for everybody else. You can't do it. You'd be celibate. And I'm taking on this burden. Oh, poor you. Taking on the burden. <laughs> you know, and, there, and there's, there's such a, a, a flip side to both. So you take Trump supporters, they're MAGA supporters, blah, 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 blah. But there's a flip side to that, too. The other day I was watching um, the young girl. She's an environmentalist. I think her name's Greta. Thorn? Yeah, Thunberg. Yeah. And and she's talking about um environmentally safe weapons of war. She's like, she's literally saying in my new book I discuss if you go to the grenade store, she literally said grenade store. The videos yeah. out there. Go and buy the ones that biodegrade when they blow up. And she says, I talk all about it in my new book. And I'm thinking I thought it was a joke. I thought someone, you know, how does anybody right, listen right. to that? You know, so, so I'm, I'm like right in the middle. Yeah, I mean, me too. Me too. It's like, you know, I obviously the planet is heating up and things are happening bad to the planet. 
we're probably all going to get wiped out by a catastrophic uh, event anyway. So, you know, let's stop blowing each other up and, and, and try to get the price of chicken down. And, yeah. and no, I'm telling you what's going to happen. We're going to get just about to push in that nuke button, and all of a sudden the spacecraft's going to come down and be like, nope. We've I been, hope so. We've been watching you motherfuckers for a lot of years. Nope, you're not blowing each other up. We let you get I this far. So. Now we're done with you. And then they're just going to be like, nope, nope, nope. So, <laughs> I hope so. I hope, like, I, I've, you know, as far as conspiracy theories and all that stuff, it's like, I believe in um, extraterrestrials and life past the planet. It, it would be ridiculous for us to be. If we're the only thing in the universe, God help us. We're so dumb, all of us, <laughs> as a collective. Yeah, see, and all yeah. that stuff's right up my alley. La- last Friday, uh, the episode I had was a cryptozoologist, and he had a, a Bigfoot documentary that where they were hunting in southern Illinois. They, there's this huge oh, yeah. forest, 300-some thousand acres or something, and I had him on talking about his documentary. And to me, it's interesting. It's like, believe it, don't believe it, whatever. It, someone believes it, and it's fun to talk about. You know, because with everything going on in the world, it's it, I'd rather be talking about Bigfoot than uh, what's going on in Israel and Palestine, because that's just depressing. Oh, my God. You know? That is so depressing. It's like, oh, it all happened. Uh, the Hamas attack on Israel happened on my birthday. Oh, October 7th. I woke up and was like, what the hell is going on? And then, I mean, and then Israel is like, it's just a nightmare. It's like, in 2023... How are we still? How is this still happening? Yep. Over religious reasons and over, you know, it's like, come on. Yep. How? I, I mean, I agree. And I'm not, picking, I'm not, you know, I'm not picking sides or anything like that. It's like, it's just awful all the way around. All the um, way around. Those poor kids, like, so you're a musician. I book music. I would love to, you know, put on a festival. I couldn't even imagine. They're just there. Peace, love, dope, you know what I mean? Dancing around, and oh, then all yeah. of a sudden, the, the, a war lands on top of them. And it's like, and they, I, and they, they, yeah. they did nothing to no one. They were just there being happy and having so, fun. Is, uh, Israel was, there was protests in the streets all the weeks leading up to that of, of is, you know, the uh, Israeli people against the right wing government of Benjamin Netanyahu and how he went total right wing. And they're, you know, they're in the streets talking about, you know, your freedom's getting taken away and other people's freedoms get taken away. And, and it's like, and then that attack happened. It's just like, and that attack was horrifying. Yes. Oh, yes. And then Israel retaliates. And, and it's like, I, I'm not saying that they, I don't even know what to say about it. I don't know how I would See, feel about it. That's, here's where I equate it to. And I'm going to actually, hopefully within the next week to 10 days, I got a guy who's kind of an expert just on the whole thing. He doesn't have an opinion, but he's going to come on here and he's just going to explain. Cause I, I don't, I don't understand it, but if, if I'm, I, if, I, I've read so much about it in the last couple of years about, you know, who owns the land and, and, and the, the right to land and all the different things that have happened in, over the land and stuff. And it's just a nightmare and it's all religious and it's all, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you can't, I don't even know what to say. It's like, yeah. none of it's good. None of it. I, I can't pick a side because all of it's so messed up and goes back so far. But I know if, so if I'm sitting on my street where I live and my neighbor comes across the street and fucks with my family, I'm coming back across the street. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and I understand people like, well, there's innocent people and everything, but it's still to me, 
I, and I guess that's so oversimplifying it, but it's, I, I guess you can't come at someone and expect them not to come back. You know what I mean? No. And, and Hamas does, they call it the CNN tactic where they hide behind women and children. And then when something bad happens, they parade the, the bodies of the women and children and look, look what um, Israel did. Yeah. And then that rallies the Arab world behind them and rallies the liberals behind them. And, and it's a, it's a, it's a tactic that they've always, I mean, they've straight up said it. Their plan is to wipe the Jewish community off of the face of the earth. It's a, that is not a plan that people can get behind. But at the same time, Israel cannot wipe the Palestinian people off the face of the earth either. No, no, please extraterrestrials. Come down now. Now is the time. Now is the time to raise everybody's consciousness and we are all one and, and the great being in the sky. Now is the time. Yep, um, I agree. Uh, you know, I feel like they're out there watching. Them. They're like, God, these we put. We were some experiment. And they're like, Oh, they're finally you know fucking up. You know what I mean? Watching the greatest sitcom drama <laughs> tragedy ever created. It's probably it's, it's like, probably better than watching the Joe Exotic Netflix series. <laughs> you know, that well, I mean? was pretty good. That was pretty good. I mean, that's part of they. I'm sure they saw it. They're like, you love this. Yeah, um, it's funny. Uh, but it's just horrifying, man. It's like, what's the right answer? The, the right I, answer is stop killing each other. Is the only answer. I, see, that's what I think. That's. It's, but how just, do you do that? Uh, it, it's as easy as a gang war. Somebody, you know, somebody shoots one of the bloods in the streets. The Crips come back, and it, and it never goes ends. On and on and on. Yep. Brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers and all that stuff, and and you. You know, you kill somebody, man. It's it's on, and it just like it goes. You know, Hatfields and McCoys, all that stuff. It's all the same stuff. How do you get? What happens now? Here's what I think happens. Here's my solution. Let's we pick it. sides. We pick sides. We wipe everybody out on the other side, and then once we're all happy and that side's gone, then we split down the middle of the side that won, and wipe out everybody on one of those sides, and keep splitting it down until we destroy everybody and nobody's left. And, and the lizards and the and the animals can can thrive again, and and we're gone. Yeah. And the only way that this works is we eliminate all of us, because it'll never, you know, Democrats, Republicans. Well, we got to get rid of them. Okay, now the Democrats. Now we got to get rid of the far left of the Democrats, the far right of the Democrats. Now yep. we got to get rid of all this, all that. It's like just, 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 just. I mean, like I said. It, Extraterrestrials come down, tell everybody they're silly, give us free energy, let's roll, uh, or or wipe us out. Yeah, it, it's it, it. Who knows what to do? And and the the cesspool the slow, that slow suicide of everybody on the planet. Yep. Yeah. Like, and the cesspool that the internet know, is too. That, that don't help. You know what I mean? No, no. You got websites where you can. You know, far hate groups can thrive, and far right hate groups are far left or whatever can thrive and, and some of the things that the far left says and the far right says they're we're just on the same coin they're just equally as dumb yeah you know it's funny when i i text you earlier today about coming on and <laughs> I, I, I i think we need to do a segment like john and marty's political hour you know what i mean and and me and you just hash out you know maybe someone would listen to us and and just bring you know? common sense back into it and that's common sense is gone. You can, you, and you can equate it to anything you want about. Ah! It's gone. You know what I mean? 
the earth is flat. It's like, yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. Take a picture of anything else. In the, in the, <laughs> I, I would set, like I said, I would sit down in the court of law with the picture of the, the satellites took of the earth and just set them on the table and go, Exhibit A, we rest our case. Yeah. See you later. Can, We're can, done. Can we end all this nonsense now? And it's, then, you know. It's funny but you I bring do up believe the, also, I believe. Go ahead, sorry. It, no, it's funny you bring up the flat earth thing. I Because since I'm next, this is number 19 next, so we're almost 20 episodes in. Since the first one, I've been trying to find a flat earther to come on and just convince me. All right. You got an hour, convince me. Can't find yeah. one. <laughs> I understand that. I understand not trusting the government. I'm not, I'm with oh, you. Oh, believe me. <laughs> I'm with you flat earthers on that part. But the fact that no one is just like, ah, I flew over the edge of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, <laughs> or, pretty, or some guy just wasn't walking all of a sudden, oh, shit, I fell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh. <laughs> pretty easy to, pretty easy to prove. You don't understand it. It's like, I, I get a healthy distrust for the government. Yeah. Um, I understand, you know, they put uh, syphilis on their own people. They've done all kinds of things, dropped acid in the water, done all kinds of things. Um, See, and then you get into that acid thing and, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge psychedelic science guy. Uh, so the, the Ted Kaczynski stuff and, and, um, yeah. What yeah. was that project he was part of? Oh, uh, the project midnight or wait, wait, midnight? Wait, but, but they were given the prostitutes were given the guys LSD. Yeah. And, project midnight. And, yeah. Or, uh, pro- yeah. It, but I can't think of it, but that might be it. But anyway, like the CIA is purposely giving these guys LSD and screwing with them. And then one of you them ends tell up, somebody. Yeah. And then somebody. somebody's choice to take LSD, especially if you have schizophrenic tendencies. There's a whole huge, um, uh, there's huge benefits to psychedelic, um, medicine research for depression and, and PTSD and anxiety and all that. But if you give somebody LSD without telling them, that is a, nightmare if you give somebody that has schizophrenic tendencies or you know uh something like that lsd that's not a good idea no um, I, I, to but, me, you know, if you have somebody in a setting that, that knows it's coming and then they're in the doctor's office and there's a set setting and it's beautiful and, and they know what they're doing okay that you know that's a different story but sneaking on somebody but, but you already you got a guy lost your mind yeah so you already got a guy going to see a prostitute and then all of a sudden she slips some LSD but uh Ted Kaczynski was part of that and look look how he look what what happened and you know what, yeah, I mean? what happened mind. to him he's a product of the government if you if you think about it but absolutely and he was a brilliant mind and he could have done so many things but it's like do not slip somebody LSD and not tell them all right. That is a horrifying thing. You think you've lost your mind. You think the world is there. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of LSD, especially in the last five years. Um, and it's amazing and it's therapeutic, but it is a 12 hour romp through ups and downs and heavens and hells and all kinds of things. And if you, if I didn't know it was coming and wasn't able to, in my haste, say it's the acid tab I put on my tongue, I would have thought at the end of the world, <laughs> I yeah. don't know what I would have thought. When I was in well, high school, I'm in the shell of a person. I I've never done LSD. Full disclosure, I've never done any drugs. I love alcohol. I'll, everyone knows it, but uh, never done never done mushrooms. MDMA. No, I MDMA tried to get ready to get passed. I tried so. uh, some ditch weed in high school one time. Got a horrible headache. wasn't for me, but uh, a friend yeah, of mine. The technology has changed on marijuana, <laughs> sir. <laughs> a friend, a friend of mine in high school, 
uh, took um, took acid, and I watched him have the worst nightmare of a trip. Like, it scared me to death. I mean, we were all like 16, 17 years old, and this guy... He's like, your face is melting, and he, I don't know if he, what was wrong with it, if it was a brown acid from Woodstock or what, but dude, yeah. I, it was, it, and you know, we're teenagers, so we're too afraid to take him to the doctor, because to the hospital, because we don't know what we just did, you know, it, it, what he just did, so we're just, I remember we were with him like 10 hours, just oh yeah, trying to calm him down. The thing is, though, he's okay now, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing that they say, is there's no such thing as a bad trip. If you have a really bad trip and you're freaking out and stuff, it's things that you need to deal with. And this is in, in a therapeutic setting. If you're getting high, you can't ground. You know, um, but a therapeutic setting is like with doctors around and, and um, what's the word called? Integration afterwards and the things that you're supposed to, to do while you're doing it. Um, you know, there's no such thing as a bad trip. There's things that you haven't dealt with and usually that's unresolved trauma from your childhood or you know, if you're seeing horrible things or something that you need to let go of or something that you're not telling the truth to yourself about, um, there's a lot of like, I mean, I know that sounds hippie, but no, no, there's no. a lot of science and research behind it. And so let me MDMA, ask... MDMA, which is what they call ecstasy on the street, it's getting ready to get passed. Um, it's hit a third trial phase uh, through the FDA and they're getting ready to pass it um, for clinical, um, for PTSD with soldiers and things like that. And I'm here to tell you, check it for fentanyl um, and do your due diligence. But MDMA is the best drug on the planet. Really? And and what, so, so what, what's the street name of it? Ecstasy. Oh, ecstasy. So ecstasy let me ask you, Molly. oh, sure. Um, heard of it all. Yeah. Never cool enough. To, I've never been to a rave. I don't know if you've oh seen it. Oh my me. God. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it causes empathy and love and, and, what it does when you're in um, the clinical trials is you're able to look at your trauma or like say a soldier comes back and is very, you know, has PTSD from the things that happened over there. He's able to look at his situation and the things that happened over there without guilt, without, you know, self-loathing and stuff and just see the actual, you know, able, able to forgive himself and forgive others and forgive, basically forgive yourself and look at those situations you know, from the outside with empathy and love and, and, and it's, they're doing things where it's like after the first session, the person is no longer meets the requirements to be diagnosed with PTSD. So it's, and we've known this since the fifties and sixties, we just, you know, once they started, uh, taking drugs and saying, Oh, what are we going to Vietnam for? The government could not have that. See him with my dad, my dad, he passed last year. He had post-traumatic stress disorder from Vietnam and he was 33 years military. And I took care of him the last several years of his life before he passed. And I, I always, that his PTSD would get so bad. And I'm like, you know, dad, I don't know much about it, but don't you, should you try some marijuana? And I'm not no dirty hippie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that, I mean, it had the, an amazing uh, marketing campaign for the reason not to smoke weed. Yeah. The, the army had him so programmed. I mean, I would, I would show up and he, if I didn't shave, he'd be like, when you shave that beard hippie, that was like my dad. Like if, if my yeah. hair, if I needed a haircut, he'd bring it up, go get a haircut. And, and my dad was the same. <laughs> my dad, he wasn't the same way about haircuts, but he was the same way about like marijuana and stuff. He found like a roach. And when I was a kid and he's like, they'll come in here and the FBI will take everything. I don't think won't. <laughs> so 
they'll give me a fine. But, you know, I can't remember who I was talking to about it, but we were talking about back in not so long ago. It was on the podcast about uh, the Nancy Reagan days, the just say no days. And what, what, oh, yeah. what and look at where we're at now. I mean, I, I live in Illinois and there's a dispensary literally a, a mile from my house that has a line oh, around you get it. Into Michigan. Yeah, you get into Michigan, they're all right beside each other. It's a free for all. Yeah, and, and, and how how it's so much changed. And and in my opinion, why haven't we just legalized it across the board? Take the yeah. tax revenue from it. It'll be safer. For sure. Safer for everybody. You know what I mean? It grows uh, out of the ground. It grows out of the ground. I mean, there's you know things like heroin and crack and stuff like that. I mean, those are dangerous drugs, but I mean, you should be able to do whatever the hell you want to do. But I, okay, you know, you this should, is going to sell. Be able to buy these things from you know places. Drug. That, I mean, it's proven in, in in places you know where things are regulated and things are, um, <clears throat> you know, there's there, there's tax revenue money that goes into treatment and all that stuff and and uh, trauma treatments and things like that. But the drug use goes down when the education is. Is around, you know, like, you know what? I mean, it's, it's oh, yeah. but as it, lame as it sounds. It's like when you tell a kid not to do something, they do it. And and to me, you hear about how bad the fentanyl is and and the cocaine out there. Wouldn't you sure. rather get okay? The government me sold sold me cocaine. At least I know it's not laced with fentanyl. Like some guys cutting absolutely. it in the street. Same, yeah, I mean there is same a safety thing, thing like, to it, but absolutely. All that, so that's the thing about being down here in Florida is like. <clears throat> do not take any drugs down here in Florida. It's all laced with fentanyl. It's like really? every bit of it, everything's laced with fentanyl. So, so it's coming over the, the border and, and they said, or it's coming in, you know, um, like it always has from, uh, but what I saw the other day was the, even the Mexican cartels are telling other cartels and other drug dealers in Mexico, stop making fentanyl or you're dead. Really? Really? Because I mean, what it's going to do is going to cause a, and it cause a great war. Yep. So how is it down in Florida? Like, like you hear politically wise, you hear, you know, they were the first to open up, uh, Ron DeSantis and his cowboy boots. I don't know that there was some meme the other day, him walking across the stage and someone yeah, put the, the white caliber. <laughs> I don't really like Ron DeSantis. Um, I, I, I'm a liberal at heart. I'm a liberal at heart. I'm a, you know what I mean? Get, Bleeding heart liberal. Um, but I, don't know, I, I feel like you're in the middle like me. Like everyone's like, like our conversation we just had, someone would call me a Democrat because I said legalized cocaine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then people, but I'm also a Second Amendment guy, and people would be like, oh, you're a Republican. I was like, no. I Number one, I, I'll vote for anybody that I think is for me, my best interest. A Democrat, Republican. I, I would agree. I, I think I'm an old school. Yeah. I think I'm old school liberal is what it's called. Yep, it is. It is that. It, 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 because... That's actually what they do call it, but uh, but with the Santas down like there, the, you know, you, you you're in the home of the, living the free life in Florida, so they say. But I went, I haven't been to Florida in thirty years. I, I assume it's probably the same. Nice weather. Well, I'm, like the weather's gorgeous. Um, there's a beach, uh, fifty minutes in, in two different directions. Um, <clears throat> the apartment complex I live in, it's about to be November and I can still go swimming. Um, the whole thing of Florida man, this and Florida so awful. It's like anywhere else. I'm from West Virginia. I moved to Ohio. So the natural progression from my redneck ass is to be in Florida, <laughs> which I call, which I call redneck Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, I was laughing about it the other day. I was like, I moved from West Virginia to Columbus, Ohio, which is the big city to us. And now I'm in Florida. This is what every West Virginian has a dreamed of. <laughs> so uh, now, now when you, when you get back with the guys from the lonely ones, do you just fly up to Ohio and then you guys hit the road from there? Yep. Yep. I fly up to Ohio quite often. It's quite exhausting. Um, but it's not too bad of a flight. Um, but yeah, like, like I've traveled everywhere and people are like, well, what's it like in Alabama or what's it like in, in Minnesota? It's all the same. Everybody is pretty cool. Um, nobody slams their political views down your throat and wants to fight you at a venue or anything like that. Everybody's really, really nice and works really hard and just wants to take care of their families and rock out. And there's subtle differences here and there, but the nation is pretty much the same. Just there's mountains in one part of it. There's beaches in the other part of it. Desert tier, the forest tier, but the people are pretty much the same. Everybody is, I've been so lucky to very seldom like a needle in a haystack come across an asshole. You know, and you know who, who divides what I would say the country or whatever? It's the goddamn media. You know what I mean? And social media. Like, social media. But the media, they, they, they push what the, the narrative that they want. There's, I don't ever remember it being like that until like it was just all of a sudden I was like, what the hell's happening? Like, the news would come on and, and it would look like a professional wrestler was coming out to the ring. And I mean, Stephen Cabert made fun of it, but he was dead on the money where the eagle flies across and explosions go off. And, you know, news, terror, and this and that. And it's like, it looks like a, when it became 24-hour news, and they had to make sure that that channel was justified for longer than an hour in the evenings. Is yep. when it became, <clears throat> when it became like um, an NFL football game and a wrestling match and, and and a rock concert all wrapped into one. Like, you got to keep people's attention. You got to scare people shitless. And, oh, yeah. and I, I remember it was one time, I don't really use marijuana too much. I do every now and then. Um, but one time I smoked a joint and sat down on my couch and started reading the news and that paranoia from the weed and just all the horrible <laughs> shit on Apple News. I was like, uh-uh, threw my phone down. I was like, no, not doing that. So when I read the news now, it's got to be, it's almost like I have to take a deep breath and get ready. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you even want to see this shit today? Do do, do you, you remember Do you remember Headbangers Ball? Very much so. Ricky Rackman. He's do, my hero. Do you remember Adam Curry before Ricky Rackman? Very much so. Yeah, he's still doing stuff. He's still Okay, so yeah, still he, like Adam Curry. He Adam Curry did the first podcast ever. He was the first guy for, to do a podcast. First one ever. Oh, Oh, a podcast. Okay. Po- yeah, yeah. Podcast. Sure. Yeah. And so he has a podcast called the No Agenda Podcast. And yes, uh, yeah, I've listened to it several times. Oh, it's so good. Because all they do is they put the news story out there. They don't really give an mm-hmm. opinion. They just tell you what they're doing to you. And it's so interesting to hear them break down a story. Okay, you see what they're doing here. See what they're doing there. And Absolutely. Especially and, and with the drug sure. companies. Man, are they pushing them drug companies. And they show you... In, in, in the native ads and all this stuff they talk about, God, it's good. It's a, I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. I, that's the thing with the drug companies and stuff, too. It's like, uh, I don't even, I, I go to the doctor maybe every once a year, maybe something like that. I don't take any drugs. I don't take any Benadryl. I don't take any NyQuil. I don't take any antibiotics, nothing like that. And my friends will get sick from a cold and have it for three weeks. And I'll sneeze twice. I'll be around them the whole time. Sneeze twice, never get sick. Like, yeah, I, you know, see, I, I do get the vaccine, and, and I'm not being a conspiracy theorist. But 
I got the vaccine. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should have done that. I got it twice. Yeah. And when I said, it's time to get a booster, I said, mm, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know if I I told the story on the podcast. When I got the COVID vaccine, my dad was still alive, and I took him to get it because he was in that age group, you know, his 70s and whatever. And when he got it, they, the nurse came out, and I was sitting in this room full of veterans, and I wasn't going to get it. And she yeah. comes out, she's like, hey, someone didn't show up. We're going to throw this vaccine away. Is anyone here with your loved one that would want to get the vaccine? And I just kind of kept quiet. My dad's like, you didn't get it. I'm like, ah, I'm good. I don't want to take it away from – she's like, we're literally going to throw it away. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good because I really didn't wasn't sure of it. And, you know, I yeah. – and and before I know it, I got ten veterans there. Come on, you pussy! You're scared of a needle and blah blah blah. And they basically bullied me into going in and getting it. So I got the yeah, first and one and I was fine. And then and then whatever time later, I got the second one. Holy shit! I was sick for two days straight. This it just knocked me out. Well, it's like I you know I, I I'm not having anything against vaccines. No, I think, I think yeah, there's people that there's- need them. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, yes, this vaccine and COVID's happening and, and, and information's flying everywhere. And, and to be fair, it's like, it was news. So, you know, of course there's going to be false information. This is what we thought. This is, this is now what we know, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's room for error and shit like that. But these are also the companies that, um, that gave us, you know, Oxycontin and told us that it wasn't oh. addictive. Um, so their the- ability to do good and their ability to do bad are not they are the same they can do they can fuck everything up for profit or they can help it's, it's hard to choose what side to stand on but a healthy distrust of the uh the uh pharmaceutical industry is probably a good idea yep and and the back in the the 80s during the aids scare the real dr yeah. fauci did you hear about that i mean they gave these the uh, homosexual men, AZT, Arthur Ashe, I remember was, he was asymptomatic or however you say it. He didn't even have any symptoms, but they're like, you better take this. You better take this. It ended up killing him. He would have been further yeah. not taking it than taking it. I, so, remember, I remember AZT. I remember. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the, like I said, in one hand, they can stop measles. And then the other hand, they can start an opioid crisis that is, yeah. It's going to devastate us for decades to come. Yeah. And, and, and they get those measly little, when they say they, you know, they get, they give them a fine of $600 million. Yeah. They made $20 billion. Yep. Exactly. Like, when you're talking that kind of money, that's like point whatever. I'm terrible at math, but that's nothing. Yep. And nothing. They take that fine and off they go. And here they come with another one. And, and again, I'm not and, against, I'm not anti-vax. Like my mom is in no. her seventies. I truly think, yep, mom, get it. You know, you're you're high risk. But my 15 year old kid, he don't need it. He's got natural immunity. He's healthy as no. a horse. I'm not. Why put something yeah. in his body that he doesn't need? You know what I mean? Like that he can okay. fight off. So and that that you know, like I said, you know, the, I understand that during all of it, I have to apologize to a lot of people um, to half the country probably. Um, <laughs> during all of it, I thought you have to get your vaccine. What are you doing? That's terrible that you don't want to get your vaccine. You're going to cause people to die, blah, blah, blah. I was doing that whole thing. But you know what? Now that it's all, that, now it's all over with, I'm like, uh, it was your choice. And I understand why you made that choice not to do it. Um, I made the choice because I thought the risk was more. But the, you're also a product of your environment. Think about it. You're a musician. I own, I'm a promoter. I, our livelihoods were based on live shows, music, people getting together. Yeah. So we were a product of our environment. They told us, 
you want that shit to come back? Everyone's got to get vaccinated. If they don't get yeah. vaccinated, see in another year, you're still not going to be touring or promoting shows or whatever. Right, which so, causes uh, causes stress and causes anxiety and causes this resentment towards the other side. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I said, now looking back at it, it was like I was the I was the asshole. You need to do this and blah blah blah, and wouldn't listen to their other side and wouldn't listen. That's stupid. And the whole thing with ivermectin, that's horse medication. It's like, ah, it was media bullshit. Like, yep. doctors were giving it to them, and now they're finding out, hey, it actually did work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, they're taking horse meds. And it was so, like you said, it's so separated by news media. And, and like I said, you know, I get that that it was a global pandemic. And people, I mean, there was no doubt about it. People were dropping like flies left and right. We survived a global pandemic. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to. No, and it was uh, such a weird time. But hey, you know what, Marty? I told you I was going to talk to you for 15 minutes. <laughs> it's been 45. I mean, I don't want to keep you longer than you, than you got. But you're I pro- am walking around in the sunshine of Florida. I was just going to say, you're, <laughs> you're finally trying to, I th- I trying to pull, trying to let people know that whatever side they're on, I hear it. And I don't, you know. I hear it too. I pictured you just laying in a speedo in a in a lawn chair, sunning yourself. But uh. <laughs> I, I'm a pacer, and I'm uh, and it's 85 degree weather, and the sun is out, and I'm wearing all black, black boots, black jeans, black shirt. I can picture what you're wearing because I know <laughs> I've seen it too many times. Yeah, but um, you know what? I, all all kidding aside, I I think like. Every six weeks, I should call you, and we should just rant on politics. You know what I mean? I'm down with it. I'm but, down with it. Today was such an impromptu thing. Could you imagine if we had a bullet-pointed list of, you know what I mean? I would, you have a bullet-pointed list. I can't read. <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine if we had just a list of stuff? Yeah, I'm down, like, man. It's like, I'm, congrats on, I'm sorry that he canceled, but congrats on, the, I've been watching some of the guests you're getting, man. It's, when you said earlier it's going way better than I than I thought it would, that's always a great thing for that's always a great uh, outcome to your business plan. This is way better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's funny. We look at the demographics and uh, it, we're, we got Germany and Australia, and and I kept the Australia. Uh, all of a sudden, here uh, a guy that used to live around here messaged me. He's like, "Don't forget, I'm listening in Australia." I'm like, "That's where that Australia Donovan's his name." I'm like. That's I, he got married to an Australian gal and moved to Australia. And he's like, I listen to every episode. So, you know, they incredible. they say a podcast is a hard thing to start and build. And and you know, next week's episode twenty, we're we're, we're actually killing it with the impressions and getting the word out there. And it, it's even I'm not even doing it. Hope I mean I'd love to monetize it big time and be make good money off it. But just sitting here on a Tuesday afternoon on Halloween. Chit chat with you about politics and everything, and knowing yeah. that, and knowing that half the people listening are going to say we're Democrats, and the other half listening are going to say we're Republicans because of what we said proves the point yeah. that you, you know what I mean. Because we covered well, it's both like sides. People, people do like to hear longer conversations when you watch the news, oh, yeah. and they bring on here's Cornell West is running for president. And they give him five minutes to go. Well, I don't know what. I mean, I like him, and I watch a lot of things about him. And, but I don't know what he stands for. Five minutes. Five down bite. Well, yeah, and then yeah. brought to you by Pfizer. But uh, <laughs> brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and it's like, but um, you know, to to your credit, it's like one of my really dear friends, Patrick Edwards, runs True Crime Garage, which is one of the biggest podcasts out there on true crime. So it's possible, man. He's a yeah. We everyone just, talk to him. He's amazing. He's 
one of my best friends and one day he walks in and I was like, what's been going on with you? And he's like, Oh, this podcast is really taken off. I look at it and he's rivaling Joe Rogan and, and, and got millions of fans everywhere. And he just started his podcast in his garage with his brother talking about crimes that haven't been solved and they've solved some of them. And, and now they're one of the biggest oh, podcasts out there. So I love, never know, I love that topic. Well, I'm sitting here with Zills. He's my producer. It, me and him, we, he, he's, he, we met through music because I would book shows and they'd hire him to produce the shows or whatever. What is it called? Zills mix the shows. Yeah, mix the shows. Shows. I love your accent. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's how we met. And he had the recording studio. And I said, man, I always want to start a podcast. And I actually bought a building across the street from his building. And we just got chit chatting. And here we go. And and like I said, next week is episode twenty. And honestly, if it wasn't for you him, got on next week. I, I don't know. It, it, every time I have something scheduled, it falls through. I'm hosting some comedians this weekend, and I'm hoping them guys will come on and sit down and chit chat. It'll, so. it'll, uh, it'll. It's the same thing. It, you know, you'll have some cancellations at first, and then it'll start taking off, and then people. People won't be canceling anymore. Yep. Hopefully, you get Joe Exotic back on. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, so that he, so we've been talking about it for over a month, and he even you. I wish. Oh, I sent you a picture of the handwritten letter he sent me. And, yeah. And he he was on. He was in solitary, and he got out. And the first phone call he made, he got on, and he went. They recorded it and put it on Twitter or something, and he just bashed the prison system. So they just went right back in and took his phone away. So um, his gosh. phone privileges, I should say. So you know, I, I don't him, agree with what he did. No, uh, I, I just thought it'd be yeah. entertaining. But you know, he's a human being, and and it's but like, I, I don't so, know how long. So I reached out to Carol Baskins, and I she. She sent me the nicest response and said, you know, I appreciate the offer, but she's like, I've done 554 interviews across all these networks. I've really said what I wanted to say, and I passed legislation in Florida about uh, tiger safety or blah, blah, blah in 2022. I'm done with the media. I just want to live my yeah. life. And it was the response was, you could tell she typed it up and sent it to everyone, but it was a very nice pointed response of thank you, but no thanks. I'm done with the spotlight type thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Joe Exotic is not. No. He can't wait to get out. <laughs> he can't wait to get out. He's a, I think he's he, an interesting character. I just think that, you know, what he did was was messed up, man. And, oh, and yeah. uh Yeah. But I don't because even I didn't know. I try to murder her. I guess you did. I don't even know <laughs> if I want to talk to him about trying to murder for hire and what he did to animals. Or what are these music videos where you're not even the singer, you're acting like you're straight and you're gay? You know what I mean? That's the questions I had for him. <laughs> I mean, here's my thing: is you can't take away his desire and his drive. I mean, he's got a drive and a desire. Look what he's done. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, the guy's an interesting character. Um, but that's yep. the thing about people: they're not all good. They're not all bad. Um, yeah. And he got me through the pandemic because that show hit when when the music was shut down, the bars were shut down, my whole livelihood oh, was shut down. Sure. And and Perfect I will, yeah. And and I'm just watching this. Joe Exotic, dude, and I thought that'd be cool to talk to him. But, but anyway, I tell you, yeah, what. for sure. I mean, he'd definitely be cool to talk to. And I remember I, I say that in plenty of interviews, and they say, "What did you do during the pandemic?" Well, once Joe Exotic was over, yeah, um, I 
figured that it was something. It was time to start making music or something. There was nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, once I was done watching that, my wife's like, "Now you got to dry up <laughs> because you're yeah. drinking too much." So, all right, same. Oh, yeah, we talked. To, sorry, I'll, you, you let me go. I'll stay no, on no, 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 no. I'm good. I didn't know if I was keeping you, but but yeah, that, that's truly what happened, though. I mean, I'm watching Joe Exotic half in the bottle for two weeks in the first two weeks. And then finally my wife and I had a little talk, you know what I mean? Same thing happened to me. Yeah. Same thing happened. I was like, I'm depressed. Oh, my life is over. I don't know what's going to happen. They said it's going to be two weeks. It's now been four months. My girlfriend's like, yeah, yeah, no, I get all that. Um, put that alcohol down because you're starting to oh, yeah. smell and you look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, I had my, wife's pink, my wife's pink robe on one day. She came home <laughs> and I was out putting yeah. my Christmas ornaments up. And it was like, you told me that. Yeah. yeah so March, but She's like you are now unsexually attractive. Yeah, to me. She... <laughs> we don't have to fix that. Oh, she yeah. don't want that to happen. Yep. Exactly. Well, all right. So let's, let's revisit real quick. New Boba Fuck okay. single, horrible things. Yes. November, horrible things. November 17th. It is a very controversial subject. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't wait. I My yeah. favorite. If you look <laughs> Obviously. at the artwork, if you look at the artwork, it'll give you a clue into um, some of the, you know, it's, I wouldn't say pop culture at this point, but it has to do with, you know, mass shooters and, and school shootings and things like that. Gotcha. That have become, have become so, um, so ingrained in our society that we just look at them like, you know, it doesn't have the same effect it at one time. No. On, yeah. on on the people that are, that are directly affects, yes, but on the rest of us, it's like we're becoming desensitized to these things. And, oh, the, and, the, you, know, the, but, but, you go on Twitter, it's video after video of just people hurting each other. So, and, yeah. You yeah. Know, and it's just, so do you just, just like, does wow. that just come out on Spotify then? Like, you just, is that? Um, November, what day did you 17th. say? 17th. November. Yeah, November seventeenth it'll come out. But that's how you kind of do it now. You put it out on all streaming platforms. Hopefully, push it out to radio. Yep, yep, yep. And I think this one um, we had done it as a Bobuflex song, and then things happened with Bobuflex, and then the Lonely Ones finished it and took it as our song and played it out live some. And then when Bobuflex said, "You know what? Let's you know our indefinite hiatus. Let's kind of let's kind of do some things." And and it was it was originally a Bobuflex song. It became a Lonely One song for a minute, and then. But it went back to Bubble Flex because that's where it originated, and and, and it just kind of makes more sense for that that band. It's, it's a lot darker, a lot more controversial, and a lot heavier. Yeah. Well. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll let you go. Enjoy Florida and the warmth again. It's thirty degrees out, and I have to take my kids out trick or treat tonight. <laughs> like like <laughs> two hours. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween, man. Happy S- Halloween. Same, same to you. Yeah, my son's four. He's can't wait to go trick or treat, and I'm dreading it. But he he said, he, "Why are you dreading it for?" Because it's gonna be it's thirty degrees out. <laughs> if it, if it was nice, yeah. It's funny. He says he says that he has some tricks for people. So I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> That's gonna be the best part. Yeah. You're from Iowa. You this is what you're made to do. Also, <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. Let's get together. Casino. Oh, lonely ones. That's Johnny what I, over the radio. Let's get it on. Yep, I I have a plan, and I'll I'll send you a text about it later. Because we we used to do at least once or twice we did uh, Memorial Day weekend. It was a Sunday night. I know I had you at least twice, and I'd like to plan it now. Like let's figure a date out, uh, the venue, everything, and just bring you to Dubuque that weekend. It was always a okay, Sunday because uh, you always did you did Brotfest. Brotfest. 
And then that Sunday, everyone was kind of like, I keep pumping the mic. Zills is going to murder me, like murder me dead. <laughs> um, but, but, but you always were at Broadfest. And then like Sunday, people were kind of looking for that one-off show to finish out the weekend. So okay. let's, yeah. let's put that and start planning that. I mean, I'm, I, okay. I know, I know I can get it done on my end. I'd love to see you. All right. That sounds good, man. You got my number. Uh, oh, yeah. Thanks for always putting me on on the podcast. I'll let me know when it comes out and I'll be listening. Yep. It'll be out this Friday. It'll This podcast will come out 15 minutes into an hour, which I love. And I'm telling you, <laughs> four to six weeks, I'm going to call you with the list. Like, here, you want to talk one more time? This is awesome. Uh, absolutely. And it's funny because my, my family, real quick, like, they don't understand, like, oh, who's this guy in a band you're talking to? But they love, like, the political stuff and like my aunts and uncles and stuff, this would be right up their alley. So it was great. It was great. So, all right, man, enjoy Florida. I'll talk to you real soon. Bye, brother. Let it. All right, bye. And that does it for another episode of the Johnny O Podcast. What an impromptu thing. Again, Joe Exotic was supposed to be here today, and it fell through because he got his uh, phone privileges taken away. I text Marty last minute, and he pops on and said, we'll just talk 15, 20 minutes, and here we were an hour. So worked out great. He's a great guy. Make sure you're spinning the lonely ones. Watch for Boba Flex, his other band, their new single, November 17th, Horrible Things. All right, thanks, everybody. Like the new banner. Thanks to Zills, everything he does. Have a great day. That does it again for another episode of the Johnny O Podcast. One more shout out to our sponsor, Rep, CPS.com. Don't forget to use promo code Johnny O, that's J O H N N Y O, at the checkout for 10% off your order.